Here we go. Everybody, what's up? It is uh, CBC Wisdom Hour number eighty-six for Bat Tuesday, Mardi Gras Tuesday, February twenty-fifth, twenty-twenty. Steve Witchell in Mardi Gras, Central New Orleans. Tony B live, filming you live from the ice cave. Nice. It's cold over there in that ice cave, isn't it? It's actually been very mild, dude. The weather's been crazy. Right, I saw that. I get regular updates on Facebook from my Jersey friends on the weather, because <laughs> that's really important for me to know. That is really important for you to know. Very important. Uh, so much so, don't need to spend any more time talking about it. There's this girl that every year that I know, she's on my friends list, and, and she's somebody I went to high school with, and every year, she does, every day, her post is the countdown to spring. How many days are left to spring? She does this every single year, and she does it every day. 56 days left till spring. And it's like, it's like, wow. so this girl, spring timer. she she must really dislike winter. I, I should really contact her and ask her about it. But, um, but it's her thing. Like it's, she must get really get into this whole thing. You know, the countdown. I wonder if she has like a little countdown clock in her, in her, uh, in her home, like a countdown calendar to spring that she, so she can keep track of how many days exactly. Things people do, man. They're weird. It is kind of crazy, dude. You know? All right. All right. So here you, we go. Have, you, have you been tracking what day it is? What day? What is? So, like, remember you know how we, a while ago, we were saying, hey, every oh, day right, is right, some right. sort of holiday. Some... No. So yeah. Today is Fat Tuesday, and everybody knows it is, you know? Right. Pretty no. much. I, I was doing it for a little while, and then it, I was, just was not wasn't finding a lot of stuff that was music related like i had to it was a needle in a haystack trying to find stuff so i was i kind of gave up so on here's, it here's a quick here's a quick top 10 for you okay that you got people power anniversary day in the philippines people power anniversary national day, day. Yeah, yeah people power anniversary that's today today philippines okay national day in kuwait Okay. Official holiday. Everything's closed. Okay. That's in it. In Solomon Islands, there is a Chesu Province Day. Okay. I don't know if you're saying that right. There's Carnival. Carnival Tuesday. That's Carnival. Carnival is, is basically Mardi Gras, same thing. Yep. Shove Tuesday, Mardi Gras. Shrove. Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, Shrove Tuesday, and Carnival are all used to describe the same day. How about that? And Mardi Gras actually means Fat Tuesday. Hmm. Hang on. Remember that. We'll come right back to that real quick. I think. A couple more to go. I think that's what it means. National Chocolate Covered Nut Day. (laughs) Okay. National Clam Chowder Day. Okay. And Fat Tuesday. Hmm. 
But where did Fat Tuesday come from? Being that Mardi Gras also means the same thing, so there must be some kind of symbol, you know, symbolic relevance to it. Yeah, I don't know. It well, it marks the beginning of, uh, or the beginning of Lent. Tomorrow is is uh, Ash Wednesday, so it's the the party before. It's a it, it's a Catholic, yeah. I guess, relig- yep. uh, Catholic uh, celebration. So it is the the big blowout, like get super crazy before you have to be good for 40 days kind of thing. <laughs> it's, it's right so you get so today is the day to indulge because now for the next 40 you're going to go without right but i don't think most people these days follow that i think they're just they're just uh you, you know it's interesting dude i typically do follow it and two years ago when remember when my company i used to work for that company and they did the biggest loser and it was big prize money. I remember. I'm familiar with the show. I didn't remember that your company worked for them, but yeah. No, 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 no. Not that we worked for them. As part of, we did a company-wide Biggest Loser contest. Oh, I see Three what you're months. saying. I see. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All, all, okay. All sorts of prizes, you know what I mean? Right. And the prizes were significant. Like, you had individual and team. So, like, the individual, whoever was the individual winner for the month... Got like hundred dollar gift certificate. Um, second place got fifty. Third place got twenty five. You know that sort of thing. That's not bad. But one. then, for the quarter, for the you know for the three months, the winner winner got a thousand dollar cash. All expense paid trip for two to anywhere in the United States for five days, four nights. Does that include Hawaii? Uh, I guess it could. I mean, it's Hawaii. flying on miles. You know what I mean? You're flying on comp- on miles on the. Yeah, on but the I won the damn contest. I want to go to Hawaii. Anybody? Any place in the correct. United States. Correct. Yeah. Right. Correct. Um, and you're and gonna look good team, too. Yeah, yeah. And then the team that won was going to get uh, five hundred bucks each, and they were gonna get a Corvette Stingray convertible. What? To use oh. for three months. Okay. Over the course of the next contest. And then the winner of that got the same deal. So, dude, long story short, beginning of Lent, it was going to be Lent, you know, now. But I committed. I had two guys on my team. They also worked with me. And they were both, you know, could stand to lose a little bit of weight. But they're both athletic type guys that just got a little out of shape. And myself included. You know what I mean? I. 30 pounds, right? Other guy said, I'm going to lose 25. Other guy said, I'm going to lose 30. So, all right, let's go. So whatever your starting weight is, that's the ratio it begins at. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're 100 pounds and you lose 30 pounds, you're going to win because your body weight ratio, you know, you lost 30% of your body. Got it. So Got whatever it. your weight is, it's by percentage. So no one needs to know anybody else's weight. Only like the gatekeeper who ran the contest knew it, right? You know, because no, some people didn't want people to know how much they weighed. It's cool. But then we would go by percentage. Hey, Steve Wichel is ahead 13% this month. Right. The guy ahead of him is 14%. The guy in the lead is 14.8%. Like it was close, close, close margins, you know? So for the end of the first quarter, so we all committed to it. We had little huddle calls during the day. We would motivate each other. Like dude sent me a picture of him throwing a chicken nugget in the garbage. And he's like, you don't understand. My <laughs> wife came home with the kids and I had one chicken nugget left. And it's my favorite thing in the world, but I'm not eating it because I'm committed to this. We're going to win, you know? So everyone was pumped, right? So 
If your favorite thing in the world is a chicken nugget, man, you definitely need some motivation for something. (laughs) Yeah, so my team, so we won. Our team won. Right. And we got the Corvette, we got the money, and then I won the individual, and I got the money in the trip. Wow. Where did you go? I got cheated out. I got cheated out of the trip. What do you mean? (laughs) The company went bankrupt. Oh, Trip, trip, all trips were canceled. Ah, uh, did you get the money though? Yes, I did. All right, and right. and we got the Corvette for for three. I, it, it, so it should about, have just kept the Corvette. So, if the company folded, just keep the car. <laughs> no, it was a lease. It was a lease for the court for the car. It was a short term lease. Uh, so we 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 did. Listen, we did January, February, March was the contest. April first was the winner, right? So then that's when we won. And but it was still kind of shitty out, you know, up here in Jersey, a little icy out. Rainy, dreary, snow potentially here and there. You know, it was just, it was not good out. There was a lot of residual snow melting around. So he said, So we're not going to start the car until May. So we got the car May, June, and July. Nice prime time. Dude, it was killer. It was so killer. You know, and we made a calendar and we all put down like must have dates. Like one dude was like, Oh, I'm going to a wedding. I'd love to take it, you know. And so I said, so You put that down for your weekend, you know. And, uh, this was a lot of fun, but the point I was making was, so for Lent, so I said, I'm going to give up all alcohol. I'm not going to drink any alcohol until I win the Biggest Loser contest. Right. I remember you, you know? telling me about and this, yeah. Maybe, yeah, and I, I won by a very small percentage of margin. Like if the overall thing was, say, 19%, the next guy was like 18.97%. Wow. And he was the guy on my team. He was the second place guy. Wow. And the third place guy was the other guy on my team. Nice. Way to motivate. Yeah, it was really good, dude. Good job. It was really inspiring, you know? And, right. and, and they're all they're all inspiring guys. And the other dude, my friend Mark, who was really inspiring, and he was uh he was coaching the other guy, be like, You can do this, man. He was sending him pictures in the morning of him like himself in the gym. Like, let's go, man, like no French toast, let's go. No got to get toast. together. Plus that dude was and plus the guy with the chicken nugget. He had um, his sister was getting married at like a destination wedding out in some island somewhere, but getting professional pictures done. And he was like, "I don't want to look like a fat crap either, you know." At my, at my sister's wedding pictures because they're going to be on the wall forever. Right. But he was all set, psyched to get in shape too. So we all did it. We all got in great shape. That's cool. It it, it really helps motivate when you have a bunch of people to be accountable to. And that's a good lesson for bands. Since we're ten minutes in here, we haven't talked about music yet. Um, but for for being in bands, that's okay. This is with. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, being in bands, that's a good thing. If if you can get people, everybody on the same page for something, and then you can all be like motivate each other and be accountable. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you can make you can make quantum leaps. Um, but the, I think the biggest hurdle to that is getting everybody on the same page in a band situation. That's tough, man, because everybody has their – like I always think – like I go into these situations because I, I currently work, and I, I curr- I've been working for a long time, and I kind of think I know what I'm doing, um, and, and I feel like I like if I go into this situation, I present this, this, you know, this idea or these ideas and, and this evidence to back up these ideas, then everybody will be like, yes, let's do this, you know, and it's just not that way. It just doesn't happen that way in, in the real world. It, people have their own, especially people at our age, you know, we've, we've been doing it for so long and we have our history and we have our strong opinions of how things should be and how 
things should work. And it's, it, I think it's r- a real challenge to find people that are just completely receptive. Everybody's receptive to everybody's ideas, and 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 then you're going to take the best one. I don't know. Like, I'm close to it right now, but I'm not the band leader, so I I can present ideas, but I'm not the one that makes the decisions. But that's got good. it. Yeah, that's cool. I, I mean. It's cool to have that experience like you did because you know how it feels, you know, and, and you know th- that the, the positive effects of it and the results that will come from it. So you like you, you come from more, a more visceral place than than people than that just have it as an idea or are presented the idea anyway. So, yeah. It, it, it But it's um, I want to. I don't want to digress, but I want to talk about music. So we got to just remind me talk set list, okay? Just set list. We got to talk set list. We can talk set list right now. Go ahead. It's one of my favorite topics. Okay, so we normally have um, and agree, you know, that there's there's lists of, of songs that work that you know that work. These are the ones to play. Everybody likes them. They go over. They always work. Mm-hmm. So I have an opportunity. I'm going to sit in with this band. And I actually booked a private event with this band. I haven't even played with them yet, but I'm going to play with them. It's a band that Jimmy plays with, right? So when we were playing in Weisenheimer's, Jimmy was moonlighting with this other band. Because Jimmy they were is playing. the keyboard player, by the way. Yes, Jimmy, Jim Rizzella, yes. very super talented keyboard player. And singer. singer. Yeah. He's an extraordinaire. Good friend of mine. Was moonlighting with this other band. Having, because uh, they were playing weekly. You know, they were playing bars. They were playing out. And he, he was enjoying it. And he kept saying to me, you got to understand, like, Weisenheimer's was great, right? And, but played the same songs all the time, right? The, the songs that worked, and we had probably a hundred of them. But it was, you know, and we learned some new stuff here and there. But, you know, like you said, not really rehearsed sometimes, but great band, tight. But certain genre of songs that, that definitely worked. So Jimmy said to me, dude, this other band, the reason I love playing with them is because they have a very eclectic mix of of songs that go over though. And what's what's really... the gig? It's just for a one gig thing, one one thing, and then you you said. Well, you... yeah. So here, so here's the thing, right? So, um, their drummer's moving to South Carolina. Okay. June, I think. Okay. So they're looking to replace him. So Jimmy's been trying to get coax me to go play with these guys. So I said, listen, I I have, and that, at the same time, I have an opportunity where a guy, you know, that I know, an acquaintance, says, hey, my buddy runs this soccer thing. He's doing this 200 person gala dinner. He needs a band. Do you know a band? I said, yeah, I got a band. So I called Jimmy. And said, hey, well, these, you know, these guys do it. And they said, yeah, the drummer's already like checked out. He's only honoring the dates that are on the books, not booking anymore. He said, if you get find a replacement, you know, sooner than before I leave, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Like I'm ready to go. Like I, I have to, you know, he's getting ready to move. So he's got a lot of shit going on. He doesn't want to be playing every, all the time. Sure. Um, so I t- said to Jimmy, well, you know, the band's been together, the same lineup. So it'll be like, as long as you just send me your set list, you know, let me see what songs you guys do. So long story short, I booked the gig for a- end of March with this guy, private event, okay. ballroom, you know, ni- nice, nice gig. So check out, I'm going to run down. When you're craving church's three-piece classic, there's no other option. Two crispy legs, a thigh, and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way. And that's why we call it a classic. Church's Texas Chicken. Tap the banner to find your nearest location. Offer valid at participating locations. The, the first set one of, of 
their successful set that they do. Oh, I can't and wait. I can't wait for this. what you think of these tunes. Oh, I can't Ready? wait for this. This is going to be great. And, but know, but, but oh, tell me, where is the, what's the venue? What's, what kind of gig is it? Because that's a factor. Okay, well, these guys. Uh, you say gig this is yeah. The gig that the you're gig doing is going to be it's it's a it's a appreciation dinner for like two to three hundred people for this soccer association of all the parents of all the kids, and it's like all middle school to high school kids. So all the parents are like our age, and the kids will be there too, or just the parents? No, just the parents. Just the parents. It's paid thing, ticket, seats. It's like a you know, it's it's like an event. Seats. Sit down dinner. He's got a DJ like in the earlier part of the evening, and then the band only plays like nine to eleven. It's like two hour window. That's and is it, it like uh, tables or or like row yeah, seats? Tables. The band will be set up on like a little riser area. It's dance in a big floor. Ballroom. Dance like floor. A, yeah. Yeah. Dance. Yeah. Dance floor. It's a big ballroom in a conference center in a hotel. And alcohol. There'll be oh, alcohol. Oh yeah. Ball, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's very wedding esque, but it's more of like a social gathering, but a dinner. Okay. Now the scene is set. Proceed. Okay, so the band is bass, drums, two guitar players, keyboard. Okay. And how many vocal? All, all guys. I think th- two or three. Two or three lead vocal? No, no, no. I think Jimmy sings a bunch of tunes, and one of the other guys sings a bunch of tunes. So there's so no— I guess there's two, and I would be a third. So there's no just lead vocalist that doesn't play an instrument? No, 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 no. Correct. All the all the vocalists Ooh. are playing something. Okay, that's a factor too. But go ahead. And there are no women yes. in the band. Just, all men. No, there's no front person. There's no front person. So and no women. They're all men, right? Correct. Okay. So my ultimate goal would be to somehow roll uh, roll Shuli into this. You know what I mean? Sure. For future gatherings. Sure. And you know, and you know presented differently yeah before you even tell me the songs i would say that an event like that you need a female representation in the band you need a female singer no doubt about it but listen no no doubt but i'm not worried about it because i gave the guy a smoking deal and you know it's going to be a great gig it's fine right okay so here we go so this is this is the set when it normally play and they normally play a lot of bars that primarily they're like a bar a more of a bar band Mm -hmm. okay Mm mm-hmm so they do. Uh, Don't do me like that, Tom Petty. This is that's that's the first song. Yeah, this is the set he sent me. This is the first. Song. That's the first. So these are the songs in order that they want to do. In order, I'm going to give them to you in order, just so you can peruse them. All right, we'll do one set at a time. But go ahead. Yeah, one set at a time. Don't, Don't do, do me like that, Tom, Tom Petty. Petty. Okay, that's your start song. me up, Stones. Okay. Wild wildlife, Talking Heads. Okay. Coffee in bed, squeeze. Okay. Lonely Boy, Black Keys. Okay. Across the River, Bruce Hornsby. Okay. Stay With Me, Faces. Okay. Small Things, Mama, Dave Edmonds. What? Lawyers, Guns, and Money, Warren Zevon. Middle of the Road, Pretenders. Perfectly Lonely, John Mayer. She Don't Love Me Now, Hollis Brown. The Walk, Mayor Hawthorne. It's Money That Matters, Randy Newman. Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Tears for Fears. And Miami 2017, Billy Joel. Um, that's, set, that's set one. All right. Super eclectic mix of, of tunes. Yeah, this is what I have to say about this. 
I didn't have that up. Here we go. Hang on. Set two. <laughs> All right. Don't even go to set two yet. Don't don't even no, go there. No, 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 no. We got to stop right there. No, no, no. I, I got to stop you right there. By the way, Chonk is here. He said hello, so he's he's listening. But no, no, no. Loving it. Yeah. Come on, man. With those songs, are you fucking kidding me? With those songs, I mean, what, dude? <sighs> You're, you're, All right, you ready for set two? You're, no, no, I'm not. I would, I'd be, I'd be walking out of that gig. Are you kidding me with those songs, Dave Edmonds? What? Yes. Dave Edmonds. <laughs> Seriously. And Warren Zevon. If you're going to do Warren Zevon, you do Werewolves of London or Werewolves in the yeah. whatever. I, 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 the Talking Heads so, song is is kind of cool. I, I like that one because that's kind of a party song. Wildlife. Um, yep, yep. And what was yep. the one? What was the one before Talking Heads? That was good too. What's the second song? Uh, yeah. Start, start me up. Start me up is a good one too, because everybody knows that song, and that's that's a good. I mean, I would forget about opening with Tom Petty. That song, that's a horrible opening song. Start me up, great opening song. Eight, you're, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Start yep. me up. We're starting. Here we go. Everybody, fucking dance. Holy shit! All right, go ahead. So, so out of that group, so here's what I'll say about that. Some of those tunes are, are really cool tunes. Like the John Mayer tunes, really good tunes. I love know? John Mayer, but even, I don't know that song by name anyway. What's Yeah, that? no. You, it, it, perfectly Lonely. I'm perfectly lonely. Why would you sing a song called Perfectly Lonely at a party? <laughs> no, no, these play bars. No, no, listen, hang on. That's what I'm trying to get to. So I'm going to read you down a bunch of their set. But out of their their three sets of music, I only need like two forty five minute sets. You know what I mean? So I only need a handful of songs. So okay, I so these are the, the entire old... songs that these guys know. These the, that they're set. That's it. That's what they know. No, dude, no, they have about two hundred songs. Oh, okay. believe it or not. Okay, that's better. This just happens to be one set that he sent me from some okay. gig they did. All right, continue. Go ahead. Okay, second set. Dirty White Boy. Foreigner. Okay. Better Now by Collective Soul. Be- be- what? Friday I'm in Love, The Cure. That's a good one. All Along the Watchtower, Hendrix. Not bad. Don't Take Me Alive, Steely Dan. Don't know it. You Get What You Give, New Radicals. What? Who? You Get What You Give, New Radicals. What? Who? Keep going. I'll be around the spinners. That's good. Free ride, Edgar Winter. Not bad. Rocking down the highway, Doobie Brothers. That's pretty cool. You may be, you may be right, Billy Joel. Oh, okay. Heaven, Los Lonely Boys. I like that song. That's a wedding song for sure. And then they do "Give It to Me," Jay Giles, "Freeze Frame," Jay Giles, and then "Golden Slumbers," Beatles. Hmm. Okay. Oh, Beatles. And Beatles. You can't go wrong with that audience for, with Beatles. Yeah. Um, set three. That was better. Won't get that was better. Set. Really? Won't yep. Get Fooled Again by The Who. Who's singing it? I guess the guy sings it because he says it's one of their staples. Which guy? I think the guitar player. Okay. It's one of their staples. Won't Get Fooled Again. Okay. I, li- I mean, I love The Who. Bye. I love the song, but... Uh, but Bye Bye Love, the chorus. Bye. By love. 
Kryptonite, Three Doors Down. Mm-hmm. Interstate Love Song, Stone Temple Pilots. Mm-hmm. Boys of Summer, Henley. Good. We've been doing Boys of Summer um, every night, and it works every time. Great one. Got. Peace, love, and understanding. Elvis Costello. Love that song. I tried to talk my band in at the swamp into doing that, and they were like, "No," because I love that. I want to sing it. It's the bass line is great. It's such a driving tune, and it's it's very positive. I love I love that song. Go ahead. Main Street, Bob Seger. Okay. Drive cars. Really? Who's gonna drive you home tonight? Yeah, it's a bit sleepy to me. Yeah. Junior's Farm, Wings. I uh, don't know that song. Rockin' in the USA. John, Working for John Mellencamp? Rock- yeah, Mellencamp. Rockin' in the USA. Uh, uh, R-O-C-K Rock- in the yeah. USA. Right, right, okay. Working for a Living, Huey Lewis. Okay. And they have additional songs. You Wreck Me by Petty. Okay. Riding with the King, Clapton. Yeah, okay. Go all the way, raspberries. Everybody wants you, Billy Squire. That's Hang cool. fire, stones. Already gone, eagles. The wind cries, Mary. Give me three steps. Running down a dream. Rock and roll is king by ELO. Black magic woman. Learning to fly. Band on the run. Walk a life, dire straits. Okay, so there's some back other the, stuff back in there. The USSR Beatles. Yeah, so this, uh, I mean, for that crowd, that's you know, appropriate at least the, the the times that those songs came out for for that audience. That and and the rec- that most of those are recognizable enough where people will enjoy it. And it, it's you're you're playing a destination gig where people are going to be there no matter what. So you're playing a so- as long as you're playing a song that people recognize, they're going to dance. <laughs> Captive trapped audience, so they have yeah. no choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it depends what you're trying to get out of it, I guess. Just you know, so you you're putting together a you're putting together a set of of like yeah. I'm gonna pick through that set. And two say, hours. Dude, here's the songs. Here's the songs we're gonna do. And you're only playing two hours, so how long, how is it one set? Yeah, one two hour set. Yeah, more than likely one two hour set. Just okay. get up and go. So that's it's it's about twenty five thirty songs. Yeah, with these songs, because some of them are longer, I would right. say yeah, twenty five to twenty seven. Yeah, in that ballpark. Call twenty five, nice round number. So out of that list of a hundred songs, there's twenty five. Right. Good ones in there. Yeah. Know? So yeah, you could have fun with that and construct a really cool, fun set list. That's cool. You, you have enough to choose from there. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. and there's like other ones like China Grove. China Grove's great. We play all the time. Just What I Needed, Cars. That's a better Cars tune. Yeah, that's what we play too. Just What I Needed. Yeah, go for the popular stuff. And I want to make you, when, when is this gig? Reeling March? in the Years, Steely Dan. That's there's great. That's tunes. tough to do without rehearsing though, that song. But I know. Well, these guys rehearse every week, so I, I'm. Oh, you're going to you know, rehearse. I, Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get together with them once before the gig, for sure. <laughs> just to say, let's just run through the stuff and make sure. Right. I've never even met them, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, Jimmy plays with them, so I'm sure they're they're capable, you know? Right. That's fun. That's exciting. I love it. 
<laughs> yeah, it should be fun. So at the end of March, so it'll be a goof. So I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll bring some updates to to the podcast over the next couple of weeks. You know, I'm gonna make you a bet though. It um, only mean? if you think that I'm wrong, but I would say I'm gonna bet you twenty bucks that somebody during the course of that night comes up and asks for Journey because you have no Journey on that set list. And I'm gonna say that I don't even know if they do Journey. I'm just saying, somebody is going to come up to you guys and say, can you guys play some Journey? You guys know any Journey? You know, small town girl. Uh, and I want to... Yeah, we already did it. Where have you been? <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, but then, dude, hang on a second. I'm sorry. Now I go down towards the bottom of the list, right? You know, just because I've gone to get down, down, down. Damn, Cocaine down, down, by down. Clapton. Stop dragging my heart around. Counting Stars. Every Morning by Sugar Ray. This Love, Maroon 5, Brick in the Wall by Floyd, right. Father Christmas. Father Christmas. Uh, yeah, Kinks, Father Christmas, I guess Holidays. Right, yeah. You can skip that Do one. You Want to Dance, Ramones. Yeah, so there's a bunch of tunes, man. L.A. Woman. Right. L.A. Woman's a long song, too. That's like seven minutes. At least, yeah. One headlight, wonderful tonight. Yeah, they got a bunch of American Girl. Wonderful tonight is a good one. You should put that in there if because it, yeah. it's kind of like a wedding gig what you're doing. So you want to get people. On it's the a dance. little wedding, yeah. Yeah, so you want to get people on the dance floor who are couples. What was the other one you said? Heaven. That was another good good one. Heaven's like a very good wedding song. Yeah. How far is heaven? Whatever, however, Pump however. it up, Elvis Costello. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, I would. If I had a hold of all those songs and I was putting together a set, I would just pick the the cream of the crop out of it, and then put them together in a way that makes sense, that flows, where we we have a ride. You know, you take people on a ride. Dude, I I may send I may send you this Excel sheet and and let you t- take a look at this. Okay, because I have a lot of time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You, do. you have a lot of time. I'll look you at can it. do this in five minutes. I still have to like. I'm working on the logo for my band, and that's nah, not, dude. This is way more important. Yeah. I, and we just had uh, some time off. Which, oh, that's right. You lo- yeah, logo for the band. You were saying cool. Yeah, like we kind of came to to a, a, a sort of agreement on on how it wants how it should look, and I, and I'm kind of. I hired somebody to do part of the design, and I did part of the design, and now I have to kind of combine the two ideas, and I haven't done any of it. Um, we've been off since Thursday. I haven't worked since Thursday. I haven't played. We played one day last week. <laughs> Why is that? Yeah. Um, well, it's Mardi Gras weekend, which is uh, a busy, busy time of year here, obviously, and there's crowds here anyway. Um, and th- I, I sup- why is a loaded question because I don't know exactly why we were not, we're not working. Um, because there's other bands on Bur- Burn Street that are working that are part of the same company that we work for. And we were told this on Thursday night. And Actually, it wasn't officially confirmed until Friday morning. So uh, we were given three nights off, three prime, mind you, nights in New Orleans. Uh, We were given basically no notice. 
whatsoever. And, and did they have another band play? No. They have a band during the day. And at night, I suppose they're just doing a DJ with an MC, or that's probably what they're doing. Yes. They have nothing on stage wow. but one person with a microphone and DJ playing songs because there's going to be people there anyway because it's Mardi Gras weekend. Yeah, right. Because save the money. Yes, saving the money. So it's a big deal, you know, kind of. To me, it's not. It's not a big deal in the fact that it affected me in any detrimental way. I actually welcomed the the, the nights off, like you know, I could just take a breather because it does take a lot out of you, man, doing this gig. And and I really sure. needed to catch up on a lot of Cover Band Central stuff. It's like, and it's tough to have the time, man, when I'm when I'm working that much. And once I catch up all, on all this. CBC stuff then it'll make doing the rest of the CBC stuff going forward easier it's just the it's grunt work a lot of long that it's stuff that takes a long time um, and uh, so I welcomed the, the nights off when I found out about it I was like oh that's great we get the weekend off however it's still a couple of people weren't as happy about it and um, understandably so because it's what kind of treatment is that? You know, what kind of way is that to treat people that work for you are really your bread and butter, man. That's why you're making money is because there's a good band on stage. That's why people are coming in here and staying here and spending money. And just absolutely no regard or respect for us. And and that's kind of across the board, too. So I wasn't surprised when I found out about that. It, you know, I was like, it's par for the course. I've been here almost 10 years now and things like that happen all the time. I don't expect this, these management and the, the uppers, the suits, the owners and shit to give a shit about me because they never have. So I, I don't expect them to, to about me as a person, how, it, and they don't, they don't, it doesn't, it's not a blip on their radar. Like how is our decision going to affect these people as individuals? Doesn't, it's just not a, there at all. And that's, that's tough to swallow for some people um especially people people that aren't used to it because people that work on bourbon street that have been here forever same thing as me they just they're not surprised by it and many of them if not most of them are just kind of complacent about it ah it's the way it is you know but uh there's a few that aren't me being one of them too because i i don't think that's acceptable like, can you imagine that, dude, in your job? Has that anything like that ever happened to you in a regular job? Oh, yeah, things happen like that all the time. Where somebody is just showing no. you absolutely no regard? No, no, no in regard to, um, you, you know, like you think you have a job and the contract is coming and everything's been negotiated and it's good to go and the paperwork is forthcoming and then, you know, overnight it falls apart. Something else happens, and then it changes. In that, I can always say in that regard, where it's you know the next day you find out that it's it's now you're you're in a different situation than you were the night before. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that kind of thing you is know, ha- stuff like yeah, when you're freelancing, when you're like, but if you had just like, I I don't know, I it. Like why? What was the benefit to them other than saving a little bit of money of them not letting us work? Um, 
because they're making a shit ton of money. You know, so paying us our normal rates for the weekend would would be nothing. It's a, a little drop in the bucket. So why why do that to us? Why why intentionally say like there's no there's no genuine valid reason that was given or that is is understandable to any of us. Like like why the the band during the day worked? Why can't we work too? We want to work. That's what we're, why we're here. Especially the, for this, for the it's exciting. It's you know Mardi Gras. It's a pain in the ass, but once you're there, once you're on stage, and there's people digging it, it's it's a blast. Why take that away from us? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just not, it's not cool, and it's it's like, you know, so many musicians talk about how they're 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 not they're, they're disrespected by club owners or managers or whatever or, or just not acknowledged or whatever and it's what do you do about it you know what you just go in and you do your jo- your best job is that you can all the time that's the only thing you can do and um so you have to love it more than uh, more than that bothers you i guess Yeah, that well said. Yep. A lot of people are doing this for a living, though. You know, it's it's the money, it's the income they count on. My keyboard player just had a his wife had a baby like three weeks ago, um, and I'm sure he needs the money. Unfortunately, dude, like you said, it's it's you know no one cares about that. You know, nobody cares. No, no, in the music world, like you said, like this is what you do for a living. But it's like, hey, you know, we're just. People are very quick to say, "Well, we're just we're not going to have the band tonight." Yeah, I mean, it's you know? or you know, I can remember too, like having a gig and and the, and then getting a call the day before, like, "Oh, sorry, man, we double booked," sure. and the other band has a contract, so you, yeah. you know, you sorry, got to cancel you. Yeah, I've had that happen, but it, this is different. It's a house gig. We are the band of that uh, of that club. We're the band that's killing in that club. We're the band that's making that club money. We're killing it, you know. So. So let me ask you a question. What if you just up and left that club and went to a different club with your whole that's, band? That's not your an whole option. band collectively said we're going somewhere else. That's not an option because the owners that own that club own five other clubs on the street. And are, right, but is there 50 clubs on that street? No. For a band like us, no. There's, there's you know, six or seven different places that we could go to make the equivalent income that we're making now. Uh, maybe gotcha. not even not not even that much. I'm I'm trying to count it in my head real quick. Uh, like one, two, three. There's like three other clubs that we th- this band could go to, and where it would be a lateral move. Um, and all those clubs are owned by the same people, so that's not an option. Once you piss like these people, there's a lot of shady shit going on, man. These people are just like. They make a lot of money. Everything is cash. They make a lot of money, and um, they—they're not really from the top level. Like I know who the top person is, and he doesn't know me. He doesn't know my name. He doesn't could give a rat's ass whether I'm there or not. Um, they, you know, and from down from him, it's kind of the same. Other than 
I kind of know some some of those people. I've met them before. Uh, but same thing. They don't know me. They don't know anything about my life. They don't care if I'm there or if somebody else is there. Doesn't matter. They like they have no concept. It's just business. It's just yeah, business. It's just business. But they have no concept of bands and what it takes to to do what we do. Uh, you know, all, all the work that has has come before it to to for us to play at the level we play. No, because you're just a cog in the wheel at that point. You know, it, it's the band, it's the DJ, it's the they band, it's the liquor, it's the smount. You know, it's it's everything. It's just another. It's from a business perspective, it's just another piece of the 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 picture. It's just another thing to have to think about and manage in their perspective and yeah. what return on investment are they getting for the money? Yeah. However, they meddle. They meddle in our business when they shouldn't, and and they make decisions that have nothing to do with them and have and and are not productive like stupid shit stupid and i'm going to talk about it yeah. just now and i don't care if if you know whatever it gets out there but our our singer that we had sonny um was killing it he's he's been you know just a perfect fit for the band and then there was a a thing where he might be leaving i talked about it on this show already where he might be leaving to to go to this other band and uh, then he he then he he was and then he wasn't and then he was again and then he wasn't again, and nothing actually happened, nothing nothing changed. Nobody went anywhere, but he was punished. He was suspended for two weeks by management. For from my my understanding is for accepting that gig that he was offered that had had been in the works for years already and so he was suspended for two weeks but he didn't go to that band he's still welcome in our band nothing changed right. nothing happened so like they punished they suspended him for two weeks but which he's is, still back still he's still with your band though. well no he hasn't been because he was suspended for two weeks so we had to to make do the last two weeks um and, and th- that I I do not understand that way of thinking or that 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 action. What did that benefit? It didn't. It's like you go stand in the corner, and all it did was hurt him, hurt us, and hurt them, because he is an asset to that band and to that club. So it, it, it made no sense. That's what they did. And it's just a squabble between these two different general managers, and it's it sounds to me like they're just trying to wave their dicks and and show who's bigger, and dumb, just dumb, 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 dumb. And that's like, yeah. So like when I and that was before this. So when I found out we weren't working in the weekend, I was like, eh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that 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 makes perfect sense to me that these guys would do that, just all of a sudden like, nah, yeah, you're not working. No warning, no what's you know that's that's the right thing to do. You would think, right? Uh, you guys are going to be because there's weekends where we know we're off. It's July Fourth weekend here, is Essence Fest, and we're always off for that. And then uh, Thanksgiving weekend is Bayou Classic, and we're always off for that. So that's expected. We we already know. So, but Mardi Gras, you figure you're working. I've worked Mardi Gras most of the time. No. You're not working. So, anyway, it's my rant about. Uh, like you said, you can welcome a couple of days off. 
I, yeah, I was uh, yeah again I was happy when I found out I was like oh good I can catch up on stuff I can get some sleep and I <laughs> and then I had like a cold for the last couple of days and I was like you know it's a good thing I have a cold when I'm off I'd, I'd rather not have a cold when I'm working so I just got extra rest and and uh and uh feel pretty much better today so uh, so yeah, I welcomed it, but I, I still think that it's just bullshit, man. That kind of treatment to to musicians in general is just bullshit. They just don't. They don't. Care. They don't care. They don't it's, know. It's, it's, they don't. Right. It's, they don't. They don't care. But I, I suppose it's the same as like if you hire a plumber to come in and fix your shit in your house, um, you know, because you don't know how to do it, and they're going to do it, and you're going to pay their fair wage, whatever it is, and. And that's it. And you're not going to think, sit there and think about, well, you know, maybe I should learn how to fix pipes and shit. Or some people will do that, but most people won't. Um, so I guess the same is true for these guys. They're not musicians. They don't know what it took to learn this craft. They don't. They weren't there. You know, they don't know what it feels like, the hours and the, the heartache and, and, and everything that went into us being able to play at that level. Um, so, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I think certain like the manager at Crazy Corner, he knows, he gets it. He he's a good guy and he's he always takes care of us well. Um but that's rare, man, on Bourbon Street. Very rare. It's a thing, man. So, anyway. That's my rant about all that. <laughs> the rant of rants. Well, you know, it it comes down to it's like anything else. Uh, excuse me. Salute. The um, thank you. They control the you know the greater interest of the block, right? So they're going to be able to dictate what happens. Yeah. And if you want to play ball, then you have to just like do what you're doing. You know, I mean, you're just rolling with it. You know, but like you said, it may be affecting other people differently. So the only thing you can really take away from the shittiness of it is the positive, you know, element that you're able to enjoy it, having a little time off, regardless of how you got it. Oh, yeah. That that was my – I wasn't upset about it at any point. There was – I'm just kind of speaking for the people that the, – the voice of, of that community that it does affect – um, but for me, yeah, immediate. When I first heard it, I just inside I lit up. I was like, "Oh, great! I fucking psyched to be off all weekend." Because I'm, yeah, fine, yeah. you know. But you're, but you're right. It's like it's 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 not um, it's not cool. Yeah, like today, like I just it's I love being in. <coughs> excuse me, I love being in, in the party atmosphere. I love it. I I really thrive on that being amongst a ton of people where it's just a good energy. And I, I love being around that. And that's one of the great things about being here. And I would love to be in the midst of, of that. Like tonight, you know, it's, it's madness probably right now tonight on, on Bourbon street. Um, however, I'd only like to be in it if I was working, you know, where, where I have my own space. Cause it's, yeah. um, you know, I've been there for almost 10 years. It's my, street you know i know where i'm at i know where i'm comfortable like uh, and and i've been through this so i being around that energy would be, would be cool and i would even do it like i guess it, as like if i was with a bunch of friends that were here and they never been to Mar new orleans or whatever i'd i would love it i, I would go out and, and have a blast with them but just you know going out and like 
I, I'm glad that I don't have to deal with the traffic and the parking and all that nonsense. I have plenty of beats. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need any more. More than you need. Yeah, I have a sack full of beads, dude. Like a hefty bag of beads. Sure. <laughs> like, all right, that's enough. What am I gonna really do with these? I have some cool ones though. Um, Remember Cannonball Run? Remember that movie? Sure. These bleeds. Yeah. Exactly. These bleeds. Those, D- those bleeds. Martin. Yeah. These bleeds. Right. These bleeds. Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, good times. So we rehearsed last week, and it was cool. We did Magic Man by heart. Oh yeah, you were saying that as Sam. Sounds killer, killer, really killer, yeah. man. Like she can sing the shit out of it. Yes, I was gonna say she probably sings it really good. It's a tough, it's a tough song to sing. Yeah, and it's uh, it's fun musically. It's it's a cool groove the whole song and. It's it's the the construction of that song is really interesting. It's yeah, not it's, neat. it's it's not your standard, you know, A B A B whatever. I like when it goes through it and goes diddle da doodle ba Yes. Yeah, that's that that little You know talking about when it keeps repeating that pattern, it just goes to when it's just grooving on the ding 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 Ding, ding, ding. Right. It goes down for a while, like 12 bars of that. Then the guitar breaks into it, you know, and it goes into that whole little section. Yeah, yeah. That's all that. That's all the section. Yeah. All the stops and everything. It's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we played it. At rehearsal, we played it probably about six times, which is great. I love that. Like, I, I, I always think about rehearsal, like, oh, I don't want to go to rehearsal. And then once I'm there, I love it. I love it. It's great. You, just being able to sit around with people. And it's okay if you make mistakes. It's it's okay. Whatever. You're You're just so relaxed. And we're, we're, I mean, to toot our own, our, our own horn here, we're good. We're, we're good musicians. And, and, you know, we can pull this stuff off on the fly, a lot of stuff off on the fly. So being able to sit down and rehearse and just, you know, relax and, and play, it's, it's not something I've experienced in a long time. And I really enjoy it. I really kind of miss it, man. Like, I miss those early days of rehearsals, of just where it was a regular thing. You came with a twelve pack, and you know you went over your stuff, and you had fun, and goofed around, and whatever. And you kind of grew. That that's where the character of of the band really grew. You know, because it's like it's one thing to go to a gig and like you show up, you and you hey what's up, and you chat a little bit, and you play, and then you leave, like hey we'll see you tomorrow. But it's another thing to be in a relaxed atmosphere with with the same people for like three or four hours and. You know, right? Doing your thing and shooting the shit too. So, and we did. Uh, uh, so, I'm sorry, God. When are you guys back? Uh, Thursday. When are you reinstated? Thursday. The, oh, so just Thursday. Two nights from tonight. Yeah, and and Sunny will be back. So, we're so you back full full band. We'll full, be back. Full yeah. And it's a great, still a great time of year, even after Mardi Gras, because it's kind of spring break is coming up, and and uh, there's just activity. French Quarter Fest, then Jazz Fest, so there's a lot of stuff going on for the next few months. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go out and kill it. Pretty psyched about it. Hey, you know what I was thinking about too while we were talking? Is there any? Was there any other clubs in that um, conglomerate that didn't have bands on, at, on those nights? 
Um, I know that at least two of them headbands. One, two. Yeah, I think one of them didn't. There's one of them that I th I'm pretty sure didn't um, have any bands. But I don't know for sure. I don't know. Why? No, I was just wondering if it was a, a, a collective thing, you know? Definitely not a collective company thing. No. Hmm. So, it, I don't know. I, I mean, if I, I, I'm sure other people that are upset about it would be fine if we were just given some simple explanation. Simple. You know, it could be basic. Like, well, you know, whatever. But at least acknowledge, acknowledge us, you know? I mean, to tell us the day before is just... But but what so hang on so the guy so whoever the manager told Tracy just said oh let your you know we're not gonna have you guys back until next Thursday you can take off the next three nights essentially like just like that yeah we we were playing Thursday night and that's when we were given the the heads up that it it was uh, that was the deal yeah we were fully expecting to work the whole weekend that's what we had planned on yeah. yeah. And, but without explanation, just you're not, we'll see you next week? Correct. And the person that it was told to in the band didn't say, what are you talking about? Um, well, I found out about it first. Because we were on break and I was out on the street and I was talking to the manager and, and I was, we were just bullshitting and, and I said something about being there for the weekend. And he said, oh no, you guys are, you guys are off. Tonight's your last night. I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that. And he said, yeah, the, 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 the schedule just came out and you're not on it. I said, oh, okay. And then I went and told Tracy um, and just uh, made sure she confirmed it. She's the band leader, so she needs to do that. And she did uh, uh, reached out to the, his boss and he got back to her the following morning and said yes we were off so that's how it went down and that's it I wasn't given any other information or explanation huh that's weird yeah so be it yeah what are you gonna do I mean it, it is what it is and you'll be back jamming <laughs> two nights from now yes well and rested the machine will continue to churn forward yes we'll be well rested and Stronger. Do, you know, I think, I think of that. Yeah, you know, that's like it's like you never see Mad Max when they're going through the desert with like you know those like ten vehicles and they're like on that mission. You know what I mean? And they're all like churning through the desert, like they're you know they have only enough fuel to get so far to the next checkpoint. Nope, never saw it. You never saw it? No. Mad Max? No, never saw it. <sighs> I get the idea though. Yeah, so it's like you guys chugging along, you know, four or five nights a week, every week. Um, so we only have a few minutes left, but I, I wanted to ask you and what, see what you think. And if you know these guys, um, four years ago, just about almost to the date, I think it was a little bit earlier. I was on a podcast as a guest called the gig gab podcast. And it's, uh, Dave Hamilton, Paul Kent. Those are the guys that run it. And at the time, CBC was only like a two, not even two years old, or maybe two years old, 
whatever. It was 16,000 people on the page. And this guy reached out to me. And uh, was was digging what I was doing and kind of saw the he kind of saw the vision that I saw and, and invited me to be on their podcast and I was a guest on there and uh, that was kind of the, what got things rolling for me to want to do this with you and I was thinking we should have them on our podcast. What do you think? Yeah, when do you want to have them on? I, I'd like to reach out to him soon. Um, I gotta go back and because I haven't listened to the, their their recent one, so I gotta go back and listen to um, some more of it. So so I'm up to date with everything. But I'll send you if you haven't heard them before. I'll send you the the link so you can check them out because they're they're like us, man. They're this they're the same guys essentially in a, in a way, um, and they they really inspired me to do this. So I'm gonna reach out to them, try to get them on the show. And for you guys out there, listen, Gig Gab podcast check them out um you just search that anywhere and you'll find them they're they're kind of just like us they're musicians working musicians and they talk about the same shit um so check them out talk, speaking of talking about the same shit i was listening last night or yesterday afternoon it was live i, I just happened upon it on xm or sirius xm on hair nation 39 and it was eddie trunk show and he had on george lynch and brian tishy and I just called. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I was in my car, and I was like, I was just driving the store, and I heard the beginning of it, and I'm like, oh, it's cool. And I had to make a few stops. I'm like, fuck, I got I to gotta get out of the car. I gotta, I'm not going to hear it all. But they ended up being on his, his whole show, which was like four hours um, or three hours. It was three or four hours. So I got home, and I listened to the rest of it. And they were talking about, one of the things that we talked about when I, I said I saw Brian play, uh, Brian Tishy's a drummer. He's played with a lot of the top bands, and one of them was Foreigner. And the last time I saw him play was with Foreigner in Biloxi, and there wasn't one original man member in uh, in the band on stage, but they were still calling themselves Foreigner. And they had a very same exact conversation, dude, <laughs> at, on Eddie's show about him and play in and it's like is it a tribute band or is it like and i'm listening to this i'm like damn eddie trunk man <laughs> eddie trunk is talking about the same things that we were and uh, wait no no but there's got to be at least one guy from foreigner left no no isn't well, uh mick jones plays what? mick jones is the one that runs foreigner and he plays some gigs with them but he doesn't play them all and so when he is not playing there's not one original mem- member of foreigner on stage but they call themselves foreigner. Yeah, because this singer, they've had the same singer for you know for quite some time. Now. I mean, Kelly Hansen, he's been with them for a while, but yeah. he's not the original singer. Yeah, at least, at least at, no, 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 of course, but he's been with them at least ten years. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but that's so. interesting, though. Like I said, it, 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 it's so correct. That's a great question for next time. Is so at that point, is it a tribute band? I would say yes, it is, because it's only the real thing if the real guy's playing it. Yeah, it technically, yeah, but because it's still owned by Mick Jones, who's the, uh, you know, no, but you don't want to see Rush with someone else playing drums. They could still say they're Rush, but it's not. Right. It's it's a. I think with Foreigner, it's a unique situation because of of how it happened, how it sort of disintegrated, but he still maintained control. And then it's like, well, he owns the he owns the name, so he could just sub out, 
and still yeah, yeah. make like money. Yeah, build another band and continue, you know, onward. But like you said, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? If you go to see Aerosmith, you want to see the same guys. Sure. You know what I mean? That's why I'd say, like, for, for Foreigner, it's a unique situation. It's about, and the thing that Eddie and, and those guys were saying, it's like, they were, Foreigner was never a band like they were Poster Boys or they were like, that like you knew them all by name. Like people that were fans knew Lou Graham. Kind of Steely Danish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Steely Danish, and even sort of Pink Floydish in the beginning of when they became popular, because nobody really knew yeah. Gilmore and Waters. Um, but yeah, so it was just about the songs. So like when I saw them with Brian playing, it it didn't seem to me like anybody in the crowd gave a shit. They were just it was about the songs, and that's what has carried that name and that's something to to really be proud of i i, I would say because not every band could do that where it's a whole it's a whole different band playing albeit people who are very good and are pros and are professionals yes, pros and professionals the same thing they're, they're uh yeah they can get the job done um but it's still impressive to have a catalog of music that no matter you know who's delivering it it's still going to uh you know sell out rooms so oh that's what i wanted to tell you too dude we'll save it for next time I, I saw billy joel this week oh cool cool yeah you have to tell me next time yep we'll, we'll touch back on that next right. time i got it cool man here. um yeah we went a little over here but that's okay it's mardi gras we can do that um <laughs> fat tuesday's a fat episode for you Yes, uh, com. You can sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It's free. And the benefit of that is that you you, you can uh, post your events on the calendar. You can post in the forum. And there's other things we're going to be adding, and it's it's important that you have a profile. Plus, it's going to increase your SEO and make you more present and visible on the Internet because com is where it's at. That's going to be the go-to for everybody. <laughs> going forward. There we go. Uh, Happy Mardi Gras. We'll see you next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 